Welcome to Conlangers, a podcast about constructed languages and the people who create them. I'm George Corley, and that's all right now. This is another short episode, but uh, before I get into it, I just want to throw out a very quick reminder. I've forgotten the past few episodes to be talking about this, but LCC5 is going to be this coming weekend, as this podcast uh, publishes, uh, on May 4th and 5th uh, in Austin, Texas. If you've been planning on going, I'm sure that everybody has sort of um, made, bought their tickets and all that and registered and all that stuff. But there's going to be um, an internet stream for all those people who can't make it out there physically, which includes me, uh, which which I'll link to in the show notes here. So that will be an interesting thing. It looks like there's going to be lots of people there. David Peterson will be there, of course. Jim Henry, uh, Tony Harris, Doug Ball, lots of uh, fairly well, no- very well-known uh, conlangers, at least within the community, uh, will be presenting things uh, at the conference. And uh, looks like it's going to be an interesting uh, couple of days. So, with that done, I'm going to turn to something a little bit more personal, at least more more in terms of my own personal conlanging. A lot of people have written in and asked us to feature some of our own conlangings or talk about our own conlangings a little more. Well, I'm going to throw out an idea. This is a little different from what I've done for other shorts, but I'm going to throw out something and see what uh, people think about it. So the language I've been working on most recently, uh, I haven't gotten uh, really back to it hardcore because I've been busy with school and other things, is Pahran, which uh, is in my fantasy world. I won't go into details about culture and stuff behind it. But um, thinking of the polysynthesis episode we had, last week, I was considering something for Pahran. I don't think I'm going to make it full-on polysynthetic. At least I'm not going to take it to the extreme of the uh, Inuit language we looked at. But I've thought of sort of having a, a, a historical change that increases a little bit of the, uh, you know, morphing to word, re- increases the morphing to word ratio a little bit. Uh, adds a little bit more inflection to it. Um, so I just wanted to throw this out. Basically, what I'm working with is the stage I'm at right now. I'm working on Pahran uh, historically in stages, which is something I haven't done before. And right now I've sort of created like the base proto-lang, at least the, the phonology of it, so that I can just enough so that I can generate words and then change them, and then up to what I may end up calling sort of the old Pahran stage, or maybe call it by a uh, different name, call it... I'm, I've been uh, throwing in around the name uh, Stadivid or Stadivid in my head recently. I'm not sure if I'm going to go with that one, but um, basically... Uh, an early, early ancestor to Pahran, probably one of the earliest written forms. And I already have in 
that language. I have the Algonquin, um, what do you call it? The, the inverse marking where you have affixes that mean, uh, you know, first person object, second person, or first person subject, second object, uh, second subject, third object, and I have, uh, third subject and four, fourth person object, the fourth person being an obviative, uh, listeners of the show will know what that means. It's basically like a, a, a second, third person argument that's further away from the center of discourse. But anyway, and there's a suffix that will switch the order of the two. Um, it, this is cribbed from Algonquian languages. I'll probably mess with it a little bit. Look, look further into some of these languages and how they work to, to refine a little bit. But what I was thinking of is keep that inverse marking system for marking subject and object. That's already polypersonal agreement. But one other thing that Pahran has is inflecting prepositions. Uh, so the prepositions in Pahran agree with the person and number of their object. Now, you may think about this and think, what, where am I, am I going? Um, they also agree with the gender on third person. Um, my idea is to take one of these inflecting prepositions and sort of, you know how in English we use preposition to often to denote an indirect object. I'm thinking that in old Pahran, you will have that one of these prepositions marking an indirect object, and then somehow that gets glommed onto the verb, and that would create an object marker. Just thinking about that now, you could go even further and t- take one of the locative prepositions in Glamadon and make a locative marker on the verb. Uh, I don't know if I'll go that far, but um, you can see where this is going. Right now, I have a few different ones. Looking at the um, prepositions I have, I only have a few, but of the ones I have, I have Poon looks the best to make sort of a... Um, yeah, the the best one to make into a, like a dative marker because it means like to or toward. But I don't know. I may go with something that's a little less obvious. Like um, I have ba, which means in or at. Uh, that would that could be a locative marker too. But, or I could make another one that's purely a preposition that attaches to indirect objects somehow. Uh, maybe a benefactive type thing that that slowly becomes a dative, but that is a, that is what I am thinking of right at the moment. And I just wanted to throw out the idea and see what people thought about it. Sort of a, a way to shoe in one other uh, one other sort of argument that gets marked directly on the verb in terms of agreement. Uh, and it would make for, um, some very interesting agreement morphology because obviously what I have for the, uh, the inflecting prepositions are these, you know, I have basically what starts out as the preposition plus a, uh, pronoun and those get sort of fused together 
and with sound changes make some really interesting things. My, my favorite one is, is app meaning of or from right now because it has awesome little, just going through the singular forms we have. First person, ata. Second person, aka. Third person, aplad. That's the third person animate and third person inanimate, ap. But I don't know how I could put that into the verbal system. So I don't know if I'll use that, the, the poon, which I was actually thinking of as using for that, that data, uh, would end up, um, the, 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 just going through the singular forms again has pot, pungu, uh, punlad, and pun. So that's, that's still, um, sort of interesting. And of course, those would get further mangled with sound changes and end up with very interesting and not, not sort of generic suffixes. You, the, it's one of those things where adding the history might, might, uh, make for something that, uh, somebody looking at the later form of the language that I'll eventually construct. Think about this and think, hmm, what's going on there? So that was an idea that I had. thought I would throw it out there and see what other people think about it. Uh, I probably will sort of work on developing this idea off and on if I get some spare time to work on it. Uh, but uh, I will, I, I, I really would like to get a little bit of feedback uh, on on this particular thing. And I made it a Conlanger episode because I thought it could be sort of a thought-provoking thing for people who want to look at historical methods of things and maybe want to be sort of, you know, and and maybe it'll inspire people to, to think of other sort of creative ways to do grammaticalization of things. But in any case... Whether, whether this inspires you or enrages you or, uh, you think there's a better way for me to do this, you know, you can always email conlayer.gmail.com and whatever you like to do, I'm just going to say to everybody, happy conlayer. Thank you for listening to Conlangery. You can find our archives and show notes at conlangery.com. You can send questions, comments, or topic or featured language suggestions to conlangery at gmail.com. To submit a conlang or natlang greeting for the top of the show, see our contribute page for details. Web space for conlangery is provided by the Language Creation Society, and our theme music is by Null Device. <laughs>